With the new X series of scratch-offs from the New York Lottery, you can multiply your winnings up to 100 times. The X series from the New York Lottery. It's a better way to multiply. You must be 18 years or older to purchase. Please play responsibly. Bill's owner and president, Kim Pagula, is back with us on this week's episode of Bill's Pod Squad. We are joined by running back Devin Singletary, who talks getting stronger and faster this offseason and why he's motivated to break out in year three. Devin and Kim share the story of how they knew each other before he was drafted to the Bills. Kim also tells us about her summer plans and the decision to have training camp in Orchard Park. All that and more as we get started on Bill's Pod Squad right now. Welcome into another episode of Bill's Pod Squad presented by the New York Lottery. Maddie Glab and Bill's owner and president Kim Kagula here as your host. Kim, back. I'm so back. good to have you back. I missed you. I think our fans missed you. We need your help closing out this offseason before we head into training camp. So thanks for being on with us. And of course, we are also joined by someone that, Kim, you know pretty well. It's running back Devin Singletary. Devin, thanks for being on with us and, and taking the time. We know you're busy during mini camp, so appreciate you hopping on. Oh, yeah, Maddie, definitely. Look at, look at those guns he's, he's I know. wearing. I don't know. Mine, mine are, what do you think, Devin? I, see you. I, see you. I know yeah like that, that's impressive <laughs> well we'll get into that Devin I mean you come back to OTAs and minicamp and and it's like whoa Devin gained some muscle not saying that you didn't have any muscle because you're yeah, an yeah. NFL player and NFL players just have muscle to begin with it's something you have to have to play the game but you look like you really got stronger this off season. What were you up to this off season? What was the um, reasoning behind beefing up that bot a little bit? Oh yeah, well, the main reason was, um, felt like I missed out on a lot, you know, as far as with COVID last year, as far as being in the weight room or, you know, being able to prepare for, you know, for the season. And, um, you know, this year I wanted to take full advantage, you know, um, that's what I did. I just got out there day in and day out. Um, I was down at a place called um, Perform. And, um, you know, there was a lot of great guys, a lot of great energy. And, uh, yeah, I was able to get right down there. <clears throat> I, I will say also, Devin, uh, I, I spoke to somebody who said, because, you know, I, I got concerned. I said, you know, Devin looks awesome, but is that going, is, is the extra muscle, is that going to affect his kind of juke and jive kind of running style? And right, right. He, Best thing about you and the muscle that you put on is that it's increased your explosiveness, which yeah. is which is what you know what we want to hear. So um, it's not only that you you put on pounds uh, of muscle, but you did it in a way that's actually going to really help your game uh, going forward. So excited to see that. Oh yeah, definitely. That was one of the you know the main focuses going into the off season, just trying to be more explosive um, and definitely get stronger going into year three. So Nick Hicks, who was your trainer, he was on One Bills Live this past week and, and kind of talked about some of the stuff that you worked on. And he said you went to him and you said, I want to work on my speed uh, and said some of the things that you guys went into uh, to to work on that speed, to work on that strength. And after the interview or as the interview is wrapping up, he said motor has a motor now. So how were you able to work on that speed? Um, why did you want to get faster in the off season? Yeah, um, for me, I just felt like, you know, that's something I needed to add to my game that needed to be better. Um, and, yeah, man, working with Nick, um, it's been awesome. Like I said, um, we got a great group of guys down there. And um, Nick really knows his stuff. And um, we was just getting out there day in and day out, 
you know, some days was tough, but um, that's how you want it. Did you, did you notice, you know, obviously your rookie and sophomore year, um, you know, you focus on your speed and, and on your explosiveness, um, part, partly because that's the position you play, but also did you really have a much better understanding then of what it need, what you need to, to sustain your play in the NFL versus college? Like, is, is that, are those two areas where you're like, listen, if I want to have a long career in this league, um, I, I really need to step it up. And maybe you didn't realize that as a, as a rookie uh, coming in, how much more that is going to be asked of you uh, physically uh, in the NFL. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, like you said, um, you know, my first two years, just getting a feel for it. Um, it's some long seasons. You know, first off, I want to say there's some long seasons. And as you know, it's a lot of big guys in this game, you know, that we play. So um, all that, all that went into play and, um, you know, just, me working on my body, I know that's going to help me last longer, you know, um, and perform better, you know, later on in the season. That was, you know, like I said, one of my main focuses going into offseason. Have you ever been this strong in your career, or is this the strongest you've been? Uh, this is definitely the strongest I've been, um, the biggest I've ever been. So um, I think I'm heading into the right direction going into year three. And you get into OTAs and minicamp with this new strength and, and being the biggest you've ever been. How have you been able to notice a difference already? I know you guys really aren't playing true football yet, but how have you seen a difference already in your play? Yeah, um, I just feel more comfortable. Um, you know, in this minicamp, we picked it up a little bit. So, um, you know, you might have to engage sometime with some of the, you know, linebackers. Um, I feel a lot better doing that. Um, it's not, it don't seem as hard as it was in my first two years. So, um, you know, that shows that what I'm doing is paying off. <clears throat> Have you, uh, were you bench pressing your, your, uh, your son? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's pretty heavy now. Um, he's getting big. Um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely got to lift him up a lot. He always likes to be thrown in there and, um, we always playing outside. So um, that definitely was part of <laughs> workout routine. That's great. You know, um, you know, I just watched you guys, uh, at practice today out there at the stadium. Um, how's it feel to be back with, you know, obviously, the guys from, from last year, some new faces for you. Um, what are you looking forward to, you know, as we get into the season? Yeah, it's, it's been great. You know, like you said, getting to know the new guys has been great. Um, we brought in uh, a few new guys, I would say um, great guys. Um, and just building, you know, building that bond, you know, getting, you know, welcoming guys into the family, showing what we're all about here. And, um, it's been great for me, honestly. Um, I, think, I think we're going to be able to do something special going into the um, season of 2021. You're, you're getting to be an old vet now. This is, you know, <laughs> year three for you. So, you know, there's probably a different role that you have in year three in terms of you know, even just uh, doing more mentoring or, you know, uh, new the rookies and the new guys around you. That's probably just a little bit different than in your first two years. No, definitely. Um, just talking to some of the rookies, even if, you know, it don't matter what position they play, just, you know, just showing them how we do things around here, you know, um, whatever question they might have, you know, I told them to ask me, um, you know, I'm always here because, you know, when I came in, I had people, you know, take me under their wing. So um, that's what it's all about. 
Would you say there's a different vibe about this group now that now that you guys are back together? I mean, you went to the AFC Championship game this past season. I know uh, sites are set for making, of course, it making it to the playoffs, uh, getting to that playoff caliber mindset that Sean McDermott talks about towards the end of the season, uh, and then from there trying to win a game a week. But what is the mindset of this group having made it to the AFC championship? I know you guys have a chip on your shoulder from that loss, but, but how is it having so many guys return to that roster from last year? Yeah, um, that, that plays a major part, you know, and uh, you know, we're coming back. We're going to be stronger together. Um, just building off of what we did last year. And I'm um, just honestly taking it day by day. But um, it's something special. You can feel it in the air around here. It's something special. In the offseason, were you training with any of the uh, your other teammates? Yeah, so um, one of the, one of our new teammates, um, you know, uh, Rita, um, I've been training with him. Um, I think I think Zach is going to be down there, um, and I got to train with Isaiah a few times as well, Isaiah McKenzie. But um, me and Rita spent most of the time together. Um, good dude, um, great character, definitely. Um, he fits right in, honestly. But um, yeah, I, I've been able to train with him. So where are you guys setting up camp as you head out of mini camp? I know it's been a short week for you guys, just a few practices. Uh, and then you kind of get to head out to wherever, take a little bit more time to relax and training camp starts, uh, you know, end of July. So where are you guys going to be setting up camp uh, in the next couple of weeks? Are you all in Florida? Um, yeah, I think a, a good amount of us is going to be in Florida. Um, like, like I said, I know Breeders coming down. Pretty sure his mouse going to be down there. Diggs is always down there. It's, it's a whole bunch of guys. You know, Florida's a hotbed for guys to come and work out. So um, we're definitely going to be down in South Florida, you know, for these um, basically the next month or so. Right. So, so do you really have an off season? I mean, you've been working out before, during yeah. those days, you know, now at camp. So now you're talking about leaving camp and working out again. Do you do you get to really have an off season? Are you doing anything fun? Um, well, for me, honestly, um, this year, I, I didn't really take any trips. Um, I might have took a couple of days off here and, here and there. Like, when, when I get back, I'll probably take three or four days off and get right back to it. Um, that's just me, for, you know, going into year three. You know, it's a big year, I feel like. So, um, that's where I'm at with it. I'm just, I'm just in grind mode. I'm locked in. And, um, you know, God willing, next year, I'll be able to take some, you know, some vacations. But um, right now, I'm just locked in. I was going to say, make sure you take a, a couple days off, Devin. You you deserve it after seeing you at a mini camp and, and seeing what your body looks like now. I think you deserve a couple days off here and there. Uh, take the sun out, do something fun with him. But speaking of Florida and so many guys being down in Florida, I mean, you went to American Heritage High School. You also have had a relationship with the Pugulas. Of course, before coming to Buffalo, you and Kelly Pugula went to high school together. Um, Kim. Devin, tell me about this relationship that you guys um, had already been creating before Devin got drafted to come play for the Bills. Oh, Devin probably didn't even know who we were. Like, you know, <laughs> we, we, oh, he, he probably had no clue. And, and it, was a, it was long distance. It was just me in the stands just watching. Uh, so, um, you know what? When Devin always stood out because he would be like the only person running down the field. <laughs> like, who is that guy, Kelly? Like, Oh, that's motor, right? Because like he would like all of a sudden, you know, you know, everyone's like going towards the ball, and then all of a sudden you just see this one person just running down the field by himself, <laughs> scoring. So it's like you you couldn't help but uh, but notice Devin. He always seemed to be able to find the end zone. 
Yeah, yeah. High school days was fun. Um, yeah, me and Kelly, um, we definitely uh, we knew each other. Um, she was a, a year ahead ahead of me. Yep. But um, yeah, um, American yeah, has it's not a big school. Yeah, and Matt was a year behind me. Um, so like Matt played on my team actually, and um. He was, yeah, he, was, so. he was not he was not a good player. <laughs> no, I mean I mean but, but he was on the team, let's be honest. Yeah, he was, yeah. And he and, and the workouts that we did at American Heritage, it was like college workouts and, and he was there every day getting it in. So not many people would be able to do that. So um Matt definitely he's a dog for that. Um so yeah, that's that's pretty much what it was. Um Heritage is like I said, it's a small school, so everyone knew everyone, everyone was cool with each other. Yeah, that's you know, I, I wonder, Devin, you know, obviously there's American Heritage in Delray and there's one in Plantation. Mm -hmm. And Plantation, obviously a lot of good players also came out of that one. Um, did you did you have a decision to go to one versus the other? Is there a reason you went to Delray versus Plantation? Yeah, so um, originally, you know, I'm from Deerfield Beach. So I always thought I was going to go to Deerfield Beach High School. But my mother, at the time, she worked at Delray Medical Center. And as you know, that's that's right there. So um, that's really how that came about. Um, you know, she knew she knew about the school. She heard about the school, and um, yeah, she was like, I, I think you know this this is the school I want you to you know to go to. Um, we didn't have the funds, but of course, you know, it's ways around that. You know, you can work hours, or if you play an instrument or whatever, you'll be able to get a scholarship. So um, I went and took the visit. We fell in love with it, and um, that's how I ended up at American Heritage. <laughs> So getting to play with Matt, since he was a year younger than you, Kim, Kim, were there any uh, times where Matt would come home from school and be like, yo, this Devin Singletary dude, you might want to keep an <laughs> eye on him. He's really good. I, I will say he does, he does claim that he did tackle you once. That he said it was in practice. Uh, <laughs> he did tackle motor once um, in uh, practice. It's possible. It's possible that happened. It's very possible. Um, you know, football, anything can happen. So it's very possible he did tackle me a few times. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think he has some highlight reels. And um, there was one time in that uh, Kelly, um, our daughter Kelly, actually was, you know, they're all on social media and stuff and was showing our GM at the time, Doug Whaley, a uh, tape of you. So in, in public, <laughs> yeah. So she was recruiting you for a long time, but uh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> But honestly, we, we leave that up to our, our GM and the scouting staff, and they saw the value and the potential that you had. So as much as we could add to, you know, to what we knew you as a person and, and where you were from, um, but it was really your talent and what they saw in you and the potential they saw in you, they, they ultimately made, made the, uh, the decision. So um, we were just happy to, that, you know, they saw the same things we did. Definitely, definitely. I hear your most memorable game is from high school. You ran more than 300 yards in a game and scored four touchdowns. Uh, can you tell me about that game? Was Matt around for that game? Um, that year, uh, I think he was. I can't remember exactly. That was my that was my senior year. Um, that was like it was a playoff game. Uh, yeah, it was it was a crazy game. Um, I knew I knew they was gonna come to me a lot, and we just had to make it happen. That that day, I remember it well. Like I said, it was first round playoffs and we it's win to go home. So I just left it all on the line and that's that's how it turned out. <laughs> I went for 304 touchdowns. <clears throat> wow. I'm sure I'm sure that's the uh, film, Kim, that Kelly was showing uh, the GM at the time saying, look at this kid. He just ran for over 300 yards and scored four touchdowns in a playoff game in high school, let alone. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's one to remember for sure. <clears throat> Devin, do you have any? So as you, you know, uh, going to take some time off a little bit, but uh, you know, looking into next season as well. You know, do you have any personal goals for you that you've kind of uh, have set in your mind that you're doing all this work? Um, you know, I know you say you want to get better and all that, but do you, do you have any specific goals for you personally for next year? Yeah, just I mean, you know, uh, you know, my first year, like I said, my first year was decent. My second year, I felt like I call them, I call them growing pains. You know, help me grow. So this year is just all about putting it all together, and um, ultimately just basically having my best year yet that I had in the NFL. That's that's my main goal is just putting it all together and um, all the way around the board, just having my best year. <clears throat> you feel at this point like you really can do that because you have such an understanding of the offense now and you've been around your running backs coach for now this is going to be your third season and day ball for a third season as well as Sean McDermott do you feel like that familiarity of everything and everyone is really going to help you propel to that next level and speaking of familiarity the offensive line too and your quarterback right, right. um yeah that definitely plays a, a big part um you know in football you know, just like I said, building that bond, you know, um, everybody just gelling together and um, ultimately just understanding the offense. When you understand the offense, you can play so much faster. So um, I definitely feel like that that's going to play a big part, you know, going to year three for me. <clears throat> the one area that you need to work on is having fans back in the stands. Like you went all right. and oh kind of gosh. very quiet and you had to create your own energy and um, and while it, it allowed you guys to focus as well, but now it's the opposite. Now you're going to have to learn how to deal with the crowd noise and again, and, and getting the energy from your fan base. Uh, so I, I know I know our community is very excited that the restrictions now have really been lifted and we can be at 100% uh, percent capacity. But uh, but yeah, that's going to be new for, for the team after the yes. we had last year. No, exactly. Um, exactly. Especially for some of the rookies last year that came in, they didn't get to feel that. And um, just everybody, it was it was a weird year. Like you make a big play, you're not hearing a crowd roaring or nothing. And, and you're so used to that. Like, it's like your mom is not even out there able to scream for you. So um, that's going to be big. Um, I know. I, I was screaming. Big. You didn't hear me from uh, <laughs> the booth. I was yeah. Oh, it was hard. It was hard to hear you from the booth, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure you was. But um, having having Bills Mafia back, you know, and, and the fans just going crazy, I feel like it's going to bring a lot of energy, and um, I feel like they they definitely going to help us out a lot. <laughs> so Devin, I've got to ask you. Father's Day is right around the corner. I think it's this Sunday, if I'm uh, correct no, about no, that one. Uh, you got any fun plans for Father's Day? Is your your son is he almost two now? Yeah, he's gonna be two at the end of the year. Ah, end of the year, he's gonna be two. Went by so yeah. fast. That's crazy. I know. Um, he's he's a handful. I love him though. Um, but yeah, um, we're just gonna have dinner. I'm gonna have um my father, my father over, and I'm gonna do a big dinner. And um, that's that's how we're gonna celebrate Father's Day. Did you call your father like Motor One, or isn't <laughs> <laughs> was that was his name as well? Was it not? Yeah, yeah. So his name was Motor as well. And your Motor so, Junior, like. Do you call your yeah, dad? Yeah, so yeah, so growing up I was a little motor, but uh I mean if I'm playing around, if I'm joking, you know, I call him motor or big motor, but I just call him dad, you know, that's about it. <laughs> so is your son little motor now? Has he taken that from you? Yeah, yeah, they, they call him M3 because he's like motor the third. So 
a lot of a lot of my friends, you know, they, they gave him the nickname M3. Um, so yeah, that he's definitely motor the third. <laughs> he's, he's been passed down. Listen, there could be worse nicknames to have besides motor. So he's, definitely. He's <laughs> What's been the yeah. best part about being a dad, especially through this year? I mean, you you probably got some more family time uh, last year, mm-hmm. and, and now that we've been in the off season, this off season than you normally would in in a regular year. So, what's been um, the best part about being around him and getting to watch him grow up? Because a lot happens between the ages of one and two. Yeah, just just seeing him go from not being able to lift his head up to being able to roll over to being able to crawl to the now. He's not even walking. He's running everywhere. He doesn't know what walk is. He runs everywhere. Um, that's just been the best part, just seeing him grow. And um, now he, he says all type of words at one. Like, he's like, mama, dad, dad. You know, he calls my, you know, my mom, Gigi. He calls my sister, TT. Um, he knows how to say stop, like all that so just seeing him just develop is that's been the best part you know it's, it's so it brings me so much joy you know and um it's definitely going by fast <laughs> well Devin thank you so much for taking the time to be on with us uh talking about what you've been up to this off season uh what you're excited for this season as we kind of get back to more of a normal uh season especially Bills Mafia being back in the stadium and we're really excited to see what you're gonna look like in year three as you put on a couple pounds and a lot more muscle so uh I hope week one is like two weeks away we gotta wait a little bit more than that than that but that's how excited I am it'll be here before we know it if you get bored, you know I'm right there, right by you. So give us a call. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <clears throat> All right, Thank we'll you. talk to you later, Devin. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for having me. So great to have Devin on. He is such a pleasure to talk to. I really like this, the energy that he brings and just the, I feel like he's always smiling when you're around him. He, he, he definitely is. He always is, has a smile on his face. And, and like I said, it's just great to physically see him. Uh, you know, you, you see videos, you know, on online in social media of his workouts and some of the, and so you see it, but then when you're able to see it in person, it's, uh, you're like, he put in the work yeah. and that's great to see, especially yeah. going into years. For sure. It was obvious to see with, with how he looks and, and the work that he put in the off season. Like you said, you could definitely tell as he walked on to the field for OT. OTAs and minicamp. But Kim, we haven't gotten to talk to you uh, since the draft. I think the last time you were on the podcast uh, was with Greg Rousseau when he when we welcomed him to the Buffalo Bills, um, which was so great to get to know him a little bit better. Also excited to see how he does in his rookie season. Uh, but since we haven't talked to you in a little while, what have you been up to lately? I guess the draft was beginning of May. So what have you been up to May and the beginning of June? I, I feel like Greg got taller or maybe it's just <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. He's just, you know, he's just enormously taller. Or maybe I got shorter. I, I, I don't know. Um, what have I been doing? Uh, you know, just I, I like, like Devin. I've just been working. Um, obviously, you know, we, we have another uh, team over there on, in the hockey side, and so um, there, you know, it's been really active there in terms of obviously finishing out the season. But then um, got the number one pick and you know, working scouting meetings, working towards that. And of course, all the fun stuff like budget, you know, budget meetings and, so and planning, and, you know, all that, all that fun, fun stuff. Yeah. So I couldn't get enough of, but, um, but yeah, no, just really been, um, been uh, working. Um, listen, I've been in Florida most of the time. That's really where, because as you know, and as you saw, we are still here under some NFL protocols. Mm-hmm. 
that are, despite the opening up of, of our state protocols, we still have some guidelines that we're adhering to. So it really wasn't a whole lot here I could do in Buffalo and as Terry as well. And even now, like I'm in Terry's office here because my office is not in the right tier. <laughs> so I can't access my office without kicking a bunch of other people out, which I didn't want to do. So yes, um, I like I said, but it's nice to be back and the weather today was awesome for for practice. Yeah, it's it's good to see you back. And speaking about practice, I saw you on the sidelines for practice. Um, what have your impressions of the team been? Just getting to hang out for for mini camp, getting to see them on the field and, and practicing for a day. You know, that my first impression honestly was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're back here again. Meaning that you know when we were going through COVID and going through the unusual season especially the long run that we had in in the playoffs it felt like it would just it would, would never end covid would never end our games would never end and then you felt like you know a letdown like oh like another season it's going to be a while but now stepping into the stadium watching practice i was like oh my gosh we're, we're starting a whole new season soon in a few weeks it's just crazy how the time really does fly by and i would not have thought that you know at the beginning of covid that you know it would take us over 18 months to to really get through it. Um, and now I'm like, okay, what what happened? We just went through 18 months like nothing. So that was that was my first impression. Just uh, just couldn't believe how quickly the time had gone uh, by. And now we are back to having camp and, and then looking forward in a few weeks to training camp and really starting the whole process all over again. It was great to see all the guys there and, and some of the new faces, although I couldn't tell because you know they're all wearing helmets. So yeah. sometimes <laughs> I, I get a little cheat sheet, but sometimes by the time I, I look up the number and the name that that person is is gone, is long gone. Got I almost got run over a couple of times, you know. But uh but it was, you know, there was a how do you say it? Uh, I felt like a, a real smoothness, like a yeah. I don't know, Matt, if you were there, it, it just seemed like a natural there there was like everything just flowed really well from one you know one practice to another to you know one group to another just a lot of smiling faces I, I don't know what I don't know what you thought of it I just it just seemed effortless I don't know if that's the no, right that, word, but yes, that is totally the right word. Uh, and Josh yeah. Allen spoke about this when he talked to the media this week. He was saying we're able to move at a lot faster pace in mini camps and mini camp and OTAs because we've returned so many people to this roster where we can kind of just pick up where we left off, where we're not having to take baby steps building up to what we're doing in mini camp. We can kind of just go. And so I think you were able to see that. And that's what you're talking about. The smoothness, the effortlessness about this group this past week. It, it looks like they're in maybe not mid season form with, with their skill set on the field, but just the operation of practice, getting in and out of drills, things like that. It's not like, Oh, this looks like a completely new team. They're starting to figure things out. It's going to take a while. It was like, Oh, it's the same guys. And it was a good feeling to be able to see that and, and to see all those guys out there that we were so familiar with from this past season. You had a couple new faces to the roster who are definitely uh, trying to figure things out, at least in mini camp. But yeah, definitely. We got, we got star back too. So, you know, we, we got someone back that we missed uh, all last year. So I'm sure, sure the guys were excited to, to have him back as well. 
and it was my first mini camp in OTAs. It's going to be my third season with the Buffalo Bills, but it was my first mini camp because I came in after mini camp. I came in for training camp in my first season. Then last season, we didn't have OTAs or mini camp. So I felt like a, a new puppy going to OTAs. I was like, okay, can we stay for the whole practice? When, when do we have to leave? And one of our PR people was like, Maddie, you know this stuff. And I was like, no, this is my first OTA practice. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Listen, I know it's only for a few short you know, days, but it's just a great way for like, especially after the year past year we've had to, for these guys to really connect, really lay eyes on our players. Listen, we know they're doing the work, you know, in the off season, you know, not everyone was here uh, for OTAs, mm -hmm. but um, you know, they kind of came go and they're, you know, obviously from all over the country. So even if though it's a few days, it's really nice to just lay your eyes on them, get all the coaching staff to see them. Where are they progressing? Where, you know, where are they at? And to just really connect and kind of, you know, sync up, you know, before, before we really have to then really focus on it. So I, I like it. I, I would, as a fan, I wish it was longer, you know, because yeah. it gets you so excited. And then you're like, wait, it's over. It's like, wait, we, we didn't see them enough, but we'll see them in a, in a short time anyways, in a few weeks. And some other news that came out uh, maybe a couple weeks ago now, but we haven't gotten to talk to you about it, is the fact that the Bills are having training camp in Buffalo for the second straight year. Um, we heard from ben Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott about being in Buffalo for training camp. Brandon said, you know, we, we sent a staff out to St. John Fisher. Uh, we did as much as we could to see if we could make it work, but with the way the protocols are currently set, we wouldn't be able to do everything we want to do at St. John Fisher. So that's the reasoning behind uh, staying in Buffalo for the second straight year. I'm sure you're a little bit bummed that we're not going to be in Rochester for training camp, but also happy to know, hey, we've got the facilities here. We can have it here if we need to again. I, I definitely am going to miss, you know, Rochester, uh, going back to my hometown and all the things that, you know, you, when you go to camp every year, St. John Fisher, you have your routine where you like to go, where you like to have your pizza, the ice cream, you know, all, all the special spots that um, bring you such great fond memories of training camp there. But like I said, we still are in this kind of uh, amended protocol uh, within the league and with our with the players, especially having access to the players. So we just felt that it really was uh, the best. And listen, you know, trying to move 100 guys, close to 100 guys at, at camp, and then all the staff uh, when, and we still really weren't sure where we were mm -hmm. gonna be come the end of July versus now. And so we set a deadline, like, listen, if nothing changes and we, and these are still the same rules by, I think it was June 4th, then we gotta make the decision. So we did try to delay the decision, but we do have to plan and we do have to, you know, uh, not just on the football side, but in, throughout the whole organization. So we just said, felt it was only fair that we make that decision based on what, on the information that we had at the time. And so, uh, but we did this last year, as you said, before then we had never had camp here at One Bills Drive. And I think having camp last year, although it was forced upon us, I think really gave us a little bit more of a comfort level this time around saying, okay, we, we were able to do it. We, we, you know, we had a great season as well. And we would love to go to St. John Fisher. I know coach and I know Brandon, there's an element to going away for camp because the guys are here all year long. So going away to camp that is, you know, mentally and physically, you know, great for as a team bonding for, for the uh, team. 
but uh, as we outweigh, you know, the positives and the negatives, and then the idea that, you know, we know we can be successful as well here at One Builds Drive, uh, you know, that, that was the decision um, that we're at. So hoping to be back, you know, back there at some point, uh, but right now, just like I said, we got to look at the season ahead of us. Yeah, most definitely looking at the season ahead of us. Uh, training camp is is going to be a month away, just over a month away. So mini camp wraps up. Everybody heads to wherever they're going uh, to finish out their summer. It sounds like Devin's going to head to Florida with a bunch of players. I know Josh Allen was talking about some of the guys might meet up in Florida or California. So it doesn't seem like they're going to really take advantage of this off-season life that maybe you and I will get to take advantage of in, in the next couple weeks. Um, I know they'll have a couple days off, so good for them. But what about you? Any any fun summer plans here? I know you're busy with the Sabres too, but are you going to be able to take any time off before we, we get into training camp mode? Yeah, I'm going, taking time off next week. <laughs> so, you know, there, like being in Florida, I, I know Devin and a lot of the guys are down there, but it's hot. It's hot down in Florida this time of the year. So in normal years, we've always, you know, been where we travel a lot. Unfortunately, you know, would have loved to go watch my daughter play tennis. Uh, Wimbledon is a, one, of, one of the nicer ones, but there's just too, still too many restrictions that it just doesn't make it enjoyable, right? So, uh, so we're not gonna do that, but I think we're gonna go to, uh, up to our lake house to, you know, just do some, uh, to relax a little bit. I've got a little bit of travel uh, in there, some conferences that got put back on the schedule now that uh, most people are vaccinated at least. And, um, but so other than that, I, I'm just gonna be kind of working, back working again, uh, catching up on a lot of things. I am actually gonna be, I, I'm trying to really focus. I have been for the last couple of weeks, but I'm, I'm hoping to do it for longer than that, really focusing on on the health and, and wellness part of it. I, I, I talk about it all the time. I read about it. I love it. I'm not very committed in actually doing it over a long period of time with consistency. So uh, just, you know, kind of had a, what do you call it? Um, had a checkup and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm, my body fat percentage is up a little bit. My blood pressure is up a little bit. Nothing like to worry about, but I'm like, you know what? I Maybe I need to, you know, work on that a little bit over the next few months uh, and get get all those um, factors down a little bit to a better place. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, Kim, you look great. So I don't think you need to feel rushed to do any of that because I saw you at practice today and I was like, wow, Kim looks great. <laughs> well, it's not about now. It's about sustaining. As You know, we talked to Devin yeah. about many things you want to do now so that it doesn't get out of control and then it, it helps you in the long run. So I'm, I'm doing it with a, not a mind of how I look, but more about planning for the future and, and feeling it. And, I, and honestly, trying to get it into a habit. As you know, I love sugar, I love candy, I love cookies, and uh, you know that's gonna catch up to me, right? So just trying to focus on how to, to be able to still have those, but do th other things to help mitigate so that I can keep eating cookies for a lot longer. Oh, totally. Um, before we go, you brought up Jesse. Holy moly, she's been on fire lately. What has it been like to, to watch her career kind of just 
explode over the last year. I mean, she's winning these really great matches against some super, super tough opponents, some of the best players in the world. So how has it been to be the mom of a professional tennis player who's just kind of seen this surge and explosion this past year? I think my that's why my blood pressure's up a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I'm sure. You know what? It's been nice because now that the hockey season's over and, and football season hasn't started yet, now it's like what you know. I, I'm not a big baseball fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't watch it on on TV um, and nor basketball. So tennis is nice to be having something else to look forward to. Unfortunately, she's in Europe right now, so that means matches are like at five thirty in the morning on the Eastern time. And so I have not watched a lot of her matches live. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm, I can't even wake up at, at 5.30 to do that. <laughs> so I've been watching it after the match, but certainly I was so, so proud of her, happy that you know, she really has had a great year despite some of the, the challenges that the whole tennis community had over the past year. But, uh, and unfortunately I can't, like, they're also in, in kind of a protocol in, in terms of, being having access to to just being going out in the city so i mean i would have loved i mean she she went to spain she went to you know wow. france she's in germany now she's going to the uk i would have loved to have taken that tour but uh but not i couldn't do that so unfortunately just having to watch it on replays <laughs> because she's playing too early for me on replays but really proud of the fact and just like what devin talked about earlier about putting in the work that you know, as you get older, sometimes you feel like you know you know what you need to do mm-hmm. to get yourself to a level. So I think she's been able to really then build on the confidence of saying, "Listen, I I am right here with some of the top players in the world." And now for her, it's about the consistency of staying at the top. Something that I think you know our quarterback now after the year that he has, really, how do I the next uh, um, level for him? Really, for, from a team aspect of it. Uh, is I know he's got his own personal goals, but from a team aspect of it, is really always being consistent with that level of expectation that you put on yourself and others put on you. So I think those are going to be kind of the next challenges. As an athlete, there's always something you can get better at. I've, I've learned that from her. So no matter you know if you're number one or you're number 300, there's always something that you can always improve upon. So she's had, she just has a great mentality about that now. And a calmness, I would say, you know, similarly, just the calmness, I think that comes from confidence that comes mm-hmm. from the experience of being on the tour and, and knowing that you're putting in the work that you need to do and, and seeing the results. So I'm happy that she's seeing the results because she's always worked, worked hard. So we'll, well, we'll see what it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been so fun to watch her and it's been so cool to, to see the success that she's had this past year and see kind of in line with the Bills' success. I love it. They're like a little tandem. Um, but Kim, I think that that like wraps us up. This is going to be our last episode before we take a little break. So this is kind of us capping off season one, 35 episodes we have done. Can you believe it? From our first episode to when we were just figuring it out and we were in person to then basically going virtual and being back in person a little bit now. And, and here we are episode 35 through mini camp. And we're going to take a couple weeks off, come back for training camp, but it's been fun. We've had so many cool guests and I'm excited uh, for some even better guests um, and maybe some repeat guests in this season. Yeah, you know what? I listen. I I kind of cheated on you a little bit. There were some episodes that hey, I wasn't okay. here for every 
for everyone. And so you very much deserve the break that, that we're going to be getting here in a few weeks. But yes, I'm happy to be back for next season. Looking forward to every season, as you know, that's what I love about sports. Every season yes. is different. So there's going to be the highs and the lows. And there's it's just and so looking forward to that. And we're, we're going to be there. So enjoy your time off. Yeah, we just want to thank everybody also for following us and tuning in for our first season of Bill's Pod Squad. Uh, it's kind of summer for us. So I want to say that to all of you, too. We hope you enjoy your summer. And we're going to be back with more soon enough. Kim, thanks for being on this one with me. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Maddie. All right, we'll talk to you all later. Thanks for following along with us.